the right diet for you to be on is the one that you can stick to and maintain long term. That's it. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. Now then, alphas, welcome back to the show. My name is Andy Naylor. I'm CEO and founder of Naylor Body Design and host of the Optimal Alpha podcast. Now, uh, before we dive into today's show, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to all of you who entered the podcast launch giveaway contest. There were a lot of you. It means so much to me that you all took the time to um, rate and review the show. And um, the contest ended last week. The winners are in. So our grand prizes, our two grand prizes, go to Gavin Devine and Dawn Biting. Congratulations to you both. Uh, you both won with 60 points uh, each, just for reference. You both won three months of free one-to-one coaching in our Accelerator program. So massive congratulations to you both. My team will be reaching out to you on email or via, via social media sh- uh, shortly. Uh, once again, thanks to everyone who entered the contest. Uh, now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today, we are rounding off our initial nutrition series. Um, so there's been an initial five episodes. This is episode number five of that initial nutrition series. And today we're just going to delve into fad diets, which is such an interesting topic. And as I was, I was sort of doing the research for the show, I really delved into some interesting thoughts and facts that I hadn't really even considered myself. We're all going to be aware of, of a fad diet, but um, sometimes they're not as obvious as you might think they are. So topics for today's show. What is a fad diet? How can you spot one? How could they be harmful? And as always, what's a better solution, right? What could we be doing better than falling into a, a sort of fad diet and thinking it's it's everything that we need. So essentially, you know, what is a fad diet? So first of all, what is a fad? So a fad is like an intense and widely, well, the definition of fad is an intense and widely shared enthusiasm for something, especially one that is short-lived, i.e. a craze. Now, fads come and go in all areas of our life, right? So, you know, clothes, fashion, music, all sorts of things. No different with food, food types, uh, ways of eating, styles of eating, all these sorts of things. But ultimately, I think a fad is always something that is not sustainable. That seems pretty clear. It's like a short-term win for a long-term loss. It's, it logically makes no sense. If you, if you draw yourself back and give yourself perspective on the thing, the fad, the diet, it won't actually logically make what well, shouldn't logically make any sense. Quite often... It's something that promises big results, quite often removes a whole macronutrient. It has genuinely no robust scientific evidence to back up its claims. And generally, a fad will have claims. It will be something that has a claim. Like, (laughs) broccoli doesn't have a claim, does it? It just is what it is. But a fad diet, as we're going to delve into in a little while, will definitely have claims around it. 
and it's often very restrictive. Now, I did a real dive into this, and I'm going to credit the uh, the BDA website because they've got a list of how to spot fads that I could get nowhere close to. So I am going to read these out to you. So bear with me. But this this list I thought was really, really insightful. And as soon as I started reading through this, it, it made me think of so many potential diets that then actually do fall into the category of potentially, you know, a fad diet. Generally, they'll promise a magic bullet to lose weight without having to change your lifestyle in any major way. These can include diet pills, lotions, wearables, etc. Anything. It could be anything. Ultimately, if you really drill back down into it, quite often a fad diet, generally speaking, might have a something driven behind it to make money, as you'll start to hear as I go through this. They'll often promise rapid weight loss, more than a kilogram or 2.2 pounds of body weight per week, such as keto or extreme fasting. Uh, they recommend possibly a magic fat, but the, the magical fat burning effects of foods like the grapefruit diet or hidden ingredients in, in foods, caffeine and coffee diet or alleged fat burning substances such as green tea extract or raspberry ketones or any of these sorts of things. Promote the avoidance or severe limitation of a food group. This could be dairy products, carbohydrates, a staple food such as wheat. So this is now like a low carb diet, a carnival diet. Uh, maybe even a paleo diet, suggest substituting everyday foods or food groups for expensive doses of supplements, expensive ingredients, or special products such as the bulletproof diet. Promote eating mainly one type of food, like this is called a mono diet, so e.g. the cabbage soup diet, whatever the heck that is, the chocolate diet, an eggs diet, or avoiding all cooked foods diet, so the, the raw food diet. Recommend eating only in particular combinations based on your genetic type or your blood group. So the blood group diet could fall into this category. Suggest you are living overweight because you have food allergies or maybe yeast infections. There can be fad diets based around those. They recommend detoxing. Like if you've got a liver, you're detoxing all of the time. Like get used to that idea. But they recommend detoxing or avoiding foods in certain combinations such as fruit with meals. They're based on claims that we can survive without food or have liquid meals only. Offer no supporting evidence apart from personal success stories. Focus only on your appearance rather than the health benefits with rigid rules. Are selling you products or supplements. Recommend eating non-food items such as cotton wool. If somebody's done that, fair play to you. I don't know what on earth you're doing. Um, have recommendations based on a single study, testimonials, or unrealistic am amounts of foods, like it could be a high chili diet. Recommend the same diet for everybody without accounting for specific needs. They're based on a secret that doctors are yet to discover or they don't want you to know about. Imply that foods can change your body chemistry. Alkaline diets would be a good example of that. Misinterpret medical tests or how the body works, oh, such as the alkaline diet, collagen diet. They're labelled as wellness, but really are only about strictly controlling food. Could be clean eating. Remember, ultimately, if a diet sounds too good to be true, guess what? It probably is. Like, there's these things come and go. The ultimate thing that I would say here is like, success leaves clues. So this is one of the best phrases that I have in my mind all of the time. Success leaves clues. The things that work stick around. The things that work don't work seem to just disappear. So how can, I mean, here's some things to consider. How could these style of diets be harmful? Well, this list could be massive. Think of all the things that I've just told you. 
But ultimately, they're setting massive false expectations of the food, of the diet, of yourself, of the results, of pretty much every part of what you're hoping to achieve. And if it's selling a product, then it's selling on your desires. It's selling on your pain. It's pulling you into a world of false beliefs to ultimately get money out of you. Probably. There are, there are of course, fad diets out there that are not connected to the sale of anything. But I would suggest, if you look closely enough, most of them probably are. They can, I would say most of the diets that I've just, well, most of the, the diets that might come out of the, the list I just mentioned above are probably going to cause a lot of harmful health outcomes, either immediately or over the long term. But let's also be realistic. You know, fat is, is not something you're going to stick to long term anyway. But there's going to be long term negative health outcomes from any of these sorts of dieting protocols. You're going to probably see, a, you know, you will see fast initial weight loss, weight loss. Might be fat loss as well, but weight loss. But then you're going to see super fast and exaggerated regain when you go back to eating like a bloody human again. If you can't sustain a diet, goal dependent, right? Getting ready for a stage, a show, a competition meet, a fight, something like that where you are trying to hit a specific goal, but it's not a long-term goal that you want to be at, that's a different thing. If you've got a goal of, of reaching an ideal physique that you want to maintain long-term, year after year after year, then the diet needs to be long-term. And also, if you go into a fad diet and you, you, know, you manage three weeks and fail because you're going to fail, if you're a human, you're going to fail. And then what you're going to have? Massive feelings of failure, that you let yourself down, that you failed the diet, that other people could have done it, and there's something wrong with you. That is, that is harmful. That's harmful on so many levels. And in, in and of itself, probably the best reason to avoid all, avoid all fad diets. So as always, We'll end with, well, what's a better solution? Well, everything other than what I've pretty much just gone through. A simple custom food plan. That's it. There's no, there is no magic bullet here. There is nothing special essentially about any food plan. The right diet for you to be on is the one that you can stick to and maintain long term. That's it. And fits into your life your lifestyle your surroundings and your goal that's it it doesn't like i've been eating the same way for probably about the last 15 years and there is no, there's no name for the way that i eat it's not the keto diet it's not the low fat diet it's not the i'm not on a bloody diet i eat everything i want to eat there's nothing apart from peanuts which would probably kill me there's nothing that i take off my diet Yes, I avoid actual dairy to a degree because of my IBS and it tends to give me problems. But do I still eat actual ice cream? Yeah, every week. Every week, I, you know, I, I will eat normal ice cream. So I'll eat dairy. I don't completely eradicate it. Do I tend to stay away from gluten a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Not like it's the absolute plague, but I just tend to limit it. Why? Because I've noticed that I eat gluten and dairy for two weeks and wheat, I would actually say two things. They just don't, or three things, they just don't sit particularly well with me. But it's not like I'm on a I'm on the low wheat diet. Because the moment you start myopically focusing on things like that, you've got a problem. I had two pieces of toast yesterday. Absolutely fine today, no problem. Would I probably avoid it for the next couple of days? Yeah, because it's just common bloody sense. So a simple custom food plan. Custom being, I've just mentioned to you some of my personal food preferences. So a plan would need to fit your food preferences. 
There will be foods that you just simply don't like and won't eat. You don't like the look of them, the smell of them, the taste of them, and quite often the texture of them. I find texture in food something very off-putting. So it needs to it needs to match your food preferences, and they're your preferences and yours alone. It needs to match how you eat. Where do you train in the day? What's your goal? Can you take food to work? Do you have to sit down with the family at night? Like a proper food plan will take all these things into consideration and build it around you so it fits into your life. For, for the long term, fits into your life for the long term. That's the right diet to be on. And then let's not call it a diet. Let's just call it a way of eating. And it should probably contain all the macronutrients. The moment you start taking a, mac, a macronutrient out of a diet, it's then not sustainable long term, in my personal opinion. A, a simple custom food plan doesn't make massive promises. And it shouldn't make massive promises because it just doesn't work like that. It should be long-term sustainable, fit your life, your lifestyle, your goals, your preferences, your requirements, your calories and your macros, of course. And it should be something that you can monitor and adjust over time. Now, that's all I've essentially been doing for the past 15 years is finding what foods, like, I have another phrase, which is don't just eat the foods that you like, eat the foods that like you. Like, it's just a completely different way of looking at things. Like, if I go and eat pasta, and I might really like pasta, but for some reason, the next day, I am my tummy is sore, might be a little bit more bloated, might struggle with digestion the day after and even appetite the day. Right, OK, right. if that keeps happening, I realise that my body doesn't really particularly like pasta or possibly wheat or whatever it might be. Now, you've got to do the same thing for you. Those foods could be absolutely anything. I went through a phase of not being able to drink coffee. Now I drink about <laughs> I drink about three um, double espressos a day. But I went through a stage where for some reason the acidity of coffee really affected me. So I just kept a very close eye on it for some reason, probably because of the slight elimination of some other trigger foods in my life. I've managed to, to drink coffee again and I absolutely love it. Hence, I drink two uh, or three uh, double espresso today. But quite simply put, to sort of round this up. I think hopefully with some of the things that I've mentioned here, you would be able to one spot a potential fad diet. You can probably look into the past and see things that have, have made big promises and have caught you at a weak moment in your life when you're thinking, I just really need to lose 10 pounds. I need to get in shape for a wedding. I need to get in shape for my health. I need to get in shape for my own self-esteem or holiday or whatever the thing might be. And you want to do it quick. And that's the other thing. Quite often a fad diet will catch you when you want to achieve something fast. And let's be honest, we all want, we all want results quick. Of course we do. But the, the quicker the result, the quicker it all comes back. You know, if someone goes off and loses a stone in two weeks, great, that's fine. It's not all fat, first of all. But then the faster that happens, if attention isn't paid to the long-term sustainability of the plan, the diet, whatever it might be, then that stone is coming back fast. Why? Because the body has a settling point. You know, if your body's used to being 220 pounds and you knock off 20 pounds super, super quick because you eat like a dick, those 20 pounds are going to come back fast and aggressive. And you're going to be in a world of shit at that point, feeling bad about yourself, looking bad, self-esteem in the, in the pan, and feeling like a damn failure. So why not just be smarter and set yourself up for success at the beginning, avoid fad diets, and just go after trying to find, create, or get help to put in place a long-term, sustainable, custom nutrition plan that is entirely going to fit you and your life. Right. That wraps up today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me. If you found this episode useful, well, thank you very much. Uh, be sure to you know, download the episode. Of course, subscribe to the, uh, 
uh, to the podcast and maybe give us a five-star review. It helps us with our ratings. And of course, I will then be able to get more content out to more people and help more people, which is the whole point of this show. So for now, thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I will catch you on the next one. Over and out. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.